On episode 775 of Into Your Head podcast, the argument against apples, teaching toddlers about death and nutrition, getting a fish on board, the arguments against Halloween, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. always been a great believer in the dictum never ask a question that you already know the answer to uh, instead give the answer and say here's the answer to a question what's the question and then you might teach some somebody something that's called a, te- a teachable moment you have an opportunity to teach somebody something and you use it you grasp hold of it uh, we do right, we do uh, where I come from we do grasp hold of teachable moments uh, the general consensus is that from the age of oh the age of three and a half to the age of 16 is one big long teachable moment uh, you grab them and you get them into a classroom and you say hello now I want you to pay attention to what's going to happen the next 15 years of your life because it's going to be a big long teachable moment during which you can learn all about childhood and adolescence and then apply it later in life uh, if you have any childhood uh, childhood inhabitants or adolescents of your own I say of your own to not be property. Uh, children are not property. They're, uh, they're your offspring that you vomit out at some point, uh, either intentionally or accidentally. <laughs> uh, I say, incidentally, I say vomit. I say vomit them out because this is just the first year of school and I'm not yet legally allowed to teach you uh, the full exact details of how they come out. So I just say vomiting out. You vomit out children. You puke them all over the place, uh, which we know you're not going to do yet because the only way you vomit as if you drink alcohol and you're three and a half year olds you're not going to be drinking alcohol unless it comes in a, a disinfected bottle that they put uh, I don't know chilled milk into that your mother put into it and she didn't vomit that out I can tell you your mother didn't vomit out that milk I think I'm allowed to tell you how she she uh, dispensed that or am I you, know, you probably know already being young children you've just been through that in the last three or four years although now that I think about it you don't remember anything from the first uh, first year or two of your life so you've probably got no idea uh, what you ate for the first year or two of your life as far as you can remember one day when you were about three someone call, came along and said would you like some food and you said oh that sounds nice that sounds nice whatever that is what do I do with it and they say well you basically you cram it into your face you cram it down your greedy gullet like there's no tomorrow and you do a three or four times a day for the next 70 to 76 years and then you die uh, possibly as a result of what you've been eating uh, you're probably wondering at this stage well then why should I start eating at all it doesn't sound like it's beneficial and they'll say because you'll die if you don't you'll die if you don't then you'll die if you do you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't you're damned if you do and you're damned if 
you don't. And then, of course, the, uh, the teaching inspector will come in and say, what in the name of Christ are you teaching those youngsters? What are you teaching those four-year-olds about life? You're telling them, uh, the teacher will say, I'm teaching them that they have to eat. Is that a problem? Is there any factual inaccuracies in that? And the inspector will say, now did you put it that way? No. Uh, but there are certain methods and methodologies that you're expected to apply to, as to how you uh, explain life to them. You don't just come in and say, you cram this stuff down your greedy gullet for 17, 76 years and then you drop dead. And the teacher will say, I didn't say drop dead, I said die. And I said, I said it might be because of what you're eating, uh, or it might be because of what you're not eating. In which case, I've, so I thereby indirectly made it explicit that by not eating you'll die as well. Uh, so, uh, basically the way it works, children. Uh, just let me just explain it again for you in front of the inspector so he'll know I've been uh, doing this correctly. Uh, children, the way it works is for the next 70 to 76 years, years you eat every day and you may die from what you've been eating if you're doing it incorrectly uh, but you may also die from what you've been not eating and certainly if you don't eat at all you'll die even sooner even sooner so basically it's very important that you make choices about what you eat <coughs> Because uh, otherwise, you're not going to live past 114. You'll be like one of those women who you see in news reports on slow news days. They come on and say, this woman has been alive for 116 years. Uh, we asked her her secret. And she says, uh, I can't tell you it's a secret. If I told you that, it wouldn't be a secret. It wouldn't be a secret. Uh, it is a secret. A sec my secret to longevity is a secret. I'm going to take it with me to the grave. Oh, that's a good quote. I should write that down for the Facebook promotion of this episode. Uh, what did I say? Uh, my my secret to longevity is a secret, and I'm going to take it with me to the grave. Uh, I've been doing a thing lately where I get a photo and I put a quote from the show on it and I use that to promote the current episode on Facebook. Uh, I haven't done it with the last few episodes of being busy and lazy uh, but now I'll put that up and people will see it on Facebook and they'll say oh that sounds really good I must go and listen to that and then of course then they'll realise but they'll be here then. It'll be too late. There'll be no turning back uh, then. Marketing is all about reeling people in uh, to the point where there's no turning back just like a fish when you get a fish uh, you put a worm on the fish on the on the hook on the end of the at uh, the end of the rope thing that comes out of your fishing rod you put a oh you put a rope you put a worm on the end of it and then they come along and they bite onto the worm and then they realize there's a hook and it's stuck in their mouth and then you start reeling it in and by the time they realize wait a minute they were just trying to sell me on the idea of having a hook in my mouth and being brought home to a fish shop uh, and then they'll think there's no going back now unfortunately so I suppose now I'm on board with the whole idea I as a fish am now uh, because of lack of any other option and it being too late to turn back I'm now on board with the option of eating fish and that's how you turn a fish into a into a non-vegetarian to say I'm all for humans eating fish or fish is vegetarians I can't remember but in this context when I say uh, turning the fish into a vegetarian 
in I mean making uh, turning the fish into a fish who's in favor of humans eating animals and fish or more, speci more specifically fish in this instance but this could be applied to any animal who you're fishing for is there either animals who you fish for I don't know people probably wouldn't like it if you did but if, uh, if humans ate seals and sea lions and uh, frigging uh, seahorses and things they'd have to be caught somehow and uh, if you're not if you're not a fisherman with a big net and a boat uh, the only way to do it presumably would be to get a fish hook and we trap the fish trap the ironically if you're some of those animals you'd have to use a fish to catch them you'd have to catch the fish first and then you put the fish on the end of the rope and that's attached to the uh, attached to the fishing rod and you say look sea line look what I've got here for you and they'll come along and they go hop hop and they'll uh, cram the fish into their mouth and they'll think wait a minute wait a minute has this got a bone in it or something did you give me a non-properly boned fish because it's jamming into the back of my throat here and it hurts it looks like there's a bone in it and you'll say of course there's a bone in it it's a whole fish uh, you don't get are you used to finding boned fishes in the freaking sea and then they'll say no no but I thought of it as being handed to me by a human who doesn't live in the sea they might have brought along a properly prepared fish meal for me. Uh, is that an unreasonable expectation? And you'll say, I suppose not, no. I suppose not, no. Uh, but no, it's not a it's not a rib or a bone or anything. It's actually a hook that's been designed to capture you. It's now hooked onto your mouth. I'm going to reel you in now, uh, which would explain why I've got a rope on my fishing rod instead of the standard uh, the standard fishing line material. Uh, the listeners for the last four minutes have been thinking, why does he keep saying rope on a fishing line? Why does he keep saying rope on a fishing line? and I've been wondering that myself as well but now I realise it's because I was catching sea lions and uh, sea otters and other things that are far too heavy to be wielding on a normal uh, fishing string because uh, sometimes sometimes a fishing string isn't enough you need a fishing rope a proper fishing rope I probably like the kind they use on fishing boats to, to, to pull the nets in and to put the sails up and stuff but though if you don't have a boat you can still get the fishing rope and use a hung a fishing line you probably get a, you need a special uh, fishing uh, rod maybe not a special fishing rod but certainly a special reel for the fishing rod well, rod that'll be wide enough to wind up a rope because uh, those reels aren't normally wide enough to wind up a rope as far as i know haven't gone fishing in years uh, haven't been to a freaking fishing location in years haven't lived on the coast in many years and even if i did i probably wouldn't go fishing anyway i've got no way i've got about as much interest in going fishing as i have in going out to the golf golf course and hitting a ball around with a stick uh oh no if i want to hit a ball around with a stick i'll go and play tennis or uh i don't know hurling uh, do you have hurling abroad you probably don't they've started showing it on sky sporting england recently uh so maybe this i start showing it abroad as well although technically england is abroad technically england is another country it's not uh, it doesn't belong to ireland uh, just because we have their television networks doesn't being that we own them uh we do however have access uh what am i talking about i don't know i don't know uh what are you doing there sir uh, one of my cats going away out along the cat interest estate super highway wall uh, on his way out 
Uh, who is it? I can't quite see. It's one of the black and white ones, though. Uh, I think it might be Annie, or it could be uh, could be Kofi the second. Uh, it's probably not muddy. It's too much white on it to be muddy. Uh, it's definitely someone with white on the back of their legs, so that narrows it down to two. Uh, I don't know. And there's a man there. There's a man in the next estate walking along the footpath in parallel with my cat. Oh, he's overtaking her now. He's overtaking him or her now, because uh, Annie's a she, and Kofi the second is a he. Anyway, he's disappeared off now. The cat has taken his time. The cat knows it's a Sunday morning. You can take your time. You don't have to be rushing off everywhere. There's no need to be rushing off on your walks every well, unless like me. When I go on my walks these days, I rush because I'm doing a brisk walk and trying to exercise. But the cat wouldn't be doing that. No, no. The cat gets his exercise shit uh, work together by uh, automatically by instinct. It just does stuff and gets things. Uh, gets uh, incidental exercise. It doesn't have to go, oh Christ, I have to go and have my 20 minute brisk walk among the pigeons now. It doesn't, it just does it. Because uh, whoever designed cats has all that stuff figured out. Anyway, I've always been a great believer in the dictum ask not for whom your country can do stuff, uh, ask instead, uh, whatever the original quote was, ask instead, uh, ask not what your country can do for you, ask instead what you can do for your country. Uh, he never said who you're supposed to ask. That's the one That's the one issue I have with John F. Kennedy. And the fact that he's dead. He's dead as a doornail, uh, tragically. But he's dead as a doornail. And if, he, if someone came along to me saying, vote for JFK, vote for John F. Kennedy, uh, he can have all the finest policies in the world. He could be one of the greatest politicians known to man. Uh, but if I ask you, is he dead? And the answer is yes, and you're telling the truth, uh, then I'm afraid there's no way I'm going to vote for him. I'm not going to vote for a dead person, I'm afraid. Sadly, it's a tragic it's a tragic uh, disability you get automatically when you die that automatically puts you out of the running for my vote. I'm not saying it puts you out of the running for, uh, running for president, especially since I don't make the rules in someone else's country about the presidential election uh, so no I'm not saying it puts you out of the running for president it just puts you out of the running for my vote if you're running for if you're running for president you're running in uh, several million different little mini miniature elections independently and semi uh, concurrently you're running in a separate election on each doorstep when you come to my doorstep saying hello uh, will you vote for me please uh, that's a mini in the election on its own because you're fighting for my vote. You're voting. You're voting. I suppose you're voting for whether you want. No, you're not. You're asking for my vote. No, it doesn't work like that. I thought I was going to get a cool analogy there where I could say the candidate is in fact coming to my mini one person election and casting his vote for me. But that doesn't make sense, unfortunately. It would have been a beautiful little circular thing if it did. It probably would have been in the, in the running for a quote for my Facebook image promotional thing. But no, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. That's the problem with thinking this stuff up on the fly. You don't know whether it's going to work out till you start the sentence and see where it goes. Uh, anyway, suffice to say, no, won't be voting for John F. Kennedy or any other 
dead politician, especially if they're voting in another uh, another jurisdiction. I can't be voting in the US presidential election unless I somehow change my life plans now at this late stage and uh, move to America and slowly get my citizenship and then have a vote. Um, I think my brother probably has a vote over the bur- I have a brother over in America. He can probably vote. He can go up. Uh, I don't know where he stands on dead politicians, uh, but he could vote for JFK if he want if she wanted to. And if well, no way. Who's she? No, if he wanted to, and if JFK was in the running, uh, he could vote for him. But that's his business. He's allowed to have separate, different politics than me. Uh, just because we're siblings doesn't mean we're strapped to the one uh, voting uh, policy booth. No, no. Although if he votes in uh, opposite to me, then we're both going to just cancel each other out. We shall probably, uh, if we're true environmentalists, we'll uh, figure out, find out who's voting for who. And if we're both voting opposites, we'll both decide not to go to the polling place because uh, we just doesn't matter. We're just going to cancel each other out. It's just a waste of petrol. Well, except at my end because I don't drive. Uh, but at his, at his end, it's probably a waste of petrol unless he walks to the voting place. I don't know. Never even been to where he lives at the moment. I'm hoping to go there next year sometime. I'm going to go to America next year sometime. Uh, definitely at some point be going to North Carolina. I'm going to go into North Carolina and say, hello, where do you live? Have you been looking after our father's clock that you have? I want to see it. I'm going to do tests on it. Uh, how's your cat? Uh, how's your other cat? Uh, why haven't you accumulated seven cats like us? We're better than you. We've got five more cats than you. Uh, anyway, thanks for having us. Uh, then we probably go off to Disneyland or something. I don't know. That's how you visit people. You get you get a plan together and you say, where do you live? Uh, well, I'm not going to travel directly where, to where you live. I'm going to pick someone a couple, somewhere a couple of miles north of us and start there and do a tour, do a meandering tour around the places and just incorporate you along the way and then finish somewhere else. Uh, that's how you do it. It's called a, it's called a plan. It's called a plan. Uh, where are we going with this? I don't know. I don't know. We're probably going into an interlude whereby I promote uh, my other enterprises. Uh, inter- no, well, we say enterprises. It's a, it's a cat comic drawn in paint at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, while I'm usually on my first coffee and I'm barely awake and looking for something to fill time until I'm awake. Uh, oh, anyway. Here we go. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor, Neil. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com 
slash into your head podcast. Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming, piss piling, shit eating, monkey wrench owning. Uh, what else? Uh, what else would monkey nuts do? I don't know. I just realized, though, this is very apt that I should choose on the subject of monkey nuts at the moment because Halloween is just coming up. Except I've just realized, as I said that sentence, uh, that Halloween isn't just coming up. It's just past. We had Halloween a couple of nights ago and frankly, thank Christ it's over because I don't like Halloween. Halloween is a time when you have to keep your cats in and distract them with chicken because there's your evil teenager scumbag children, uh, no offence, are going around looking to cause trouble and looking for black cats to cause trouble too and with. Uh, I don't want my cat used as a uh, some sort of a weapon against some old lady who probably doesn't even have cats for some reason and is there for uh, particularly unhappy and all the last thing they need is some teenager coming along with my cat Banky who's very black and saying look I have a witch's cat I have a witch's cat old lady uh, what are you going to do about that I'm going to I'm going to load up the witch's cat with uh, rotten eggs and throw it at your window uh, no no I don't want that to happen at all and that's why I despise Halloween it puts all these awful scenarios and images into my head and have to think about them because uh, once something's in your head you have to think about it you can't just say oh I know there's something in my head there uh, but I'm going to just ignore it I'm going to turn a blind eye to the thought that's in my head at the moment I'm not even going to look at it and see what it is uh, no no doesn't work like that I'm not a I'm not a psychiatrist or a brain surgeon uh, but I know how the brain works in that respect uh, I know what you're thinking you're thinking nobody knows how the brain works uh, our knowledge of the brain is about as about as uh, complete as our knowledge of oh our knowledge of North America was uh, in fourteen hundred and ninety one uh, on uh, New Year's New Year's Eve fourteen hundred and ninety one uh, just before Columbus sailed the ocean blue and then he just said oh look what's that what's that and someone said that's America and he said I know it's not that's not America I don't even I'm not even sure what America looks like I'm pretty sure that's not one of them that's not America and besides which uh, no actually that's just brought to mind Uh, there was a teacher I used to have in school who used to tell us apples didn't used to be called apples they used to be called napples and that's why you say an apple it's because they were called napples and I've been meaning to look up whether that's true I think she just made stuff up so I'm going to look it up now napples and see what it says Uh, now don't worry I know you're uh, you're OCD and you're thinking he's probably going to type in Naples by mistake and this will all go astray Uh, well no I didn't I remember to type in Naples with two P's although the first thing it says is uh, showing result for Naples because I couldn't find anything about Naples so my teacher was a lying cunt there's no such thing as Naples Uh, let's just try a Naple just to see if that anything comes up there Ah, uh, there's something there. How words like Napple and that's Reddit. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading anything on Reddit because by definition I've already read it. If it's on Reddit, I assume. Uh, for another thing, I don't like. Oh, there's a thing. <coughs> 
Now that's UK answers. I don't trust that either. Uh, someone says, why do we say a napple rather than an apple? Uh, that's fucking stupid. Uh, what else? I ate an apple, dog gawker. Uh, will an apple a day keep the, keep the doctor away from how stuff works? Uh, why would you want to keep a doctor away? Don't eat apples if they keep the doctor away. A doctor is a good thing. Without doctors and medicine, we'd all be still dying in our 20s. Uh, thanks to doctors and medicine were not so don't do anything that keeps the doctors away fuck apples apples can go and take a running jump for themselves uh, do not eat apples uh, apples keep the doctor away so don't eat apples to summarize if you want to take a if you want to take a summarizing uh, what's that thing to do when you're reading a scientific journal uh, an extract when you read a, a formal scientific article journal it usually starts with a thing called an extract no an excerpt or something like that or something like something Thing. There's some word for the thing they have at the beginning of a scientific journal article uh, where it's basically a summary. Uh, well, if you wanted to take one of those basically a summary science things out of this part of today's show, uh, you would say, don't do anything that keeps the doctor away. Uh, don't eat apples, because doctors are good. That's what you'd say. Anyway, good morning. Head to your head.